This following episode contains spoilers for the film or films being discussed. You have been warned. We all remember the big moments in the movies we see. The big set pieces, the famous dialogue, the twists, the naked times. But film is an entity made up of hundreds of little moments that either make them special or relegate them to obscurity. We are here to talk about those moments. Welcome to Movie Microscope. Kick it, Movie Microscope. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest movie, Microscope. My name is Nick Nunzetta, and I'm your gracious host. Alongside me, the estimable Justin Waddell. Justin, how's it going? It's going going well. Thank you All for right. asking. That's, I, a, that's a step up. I appreciate that. I'm so glad we're here. We got, uh, we got a good one with us today. A legit, legit stiff dick. Kiff, <laughs> kiff of death. Kiff. Kiff of death. 1995's classic, underappreciated, reckoning. Underappreciated for sure. Yeah, yeah. We just watched this together. We did as a unit, side by side, mm-hmm. on a couch. Well, at for, your house for a while. We 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 took it to the shag carpet, <laughs> <laughs> stretched out. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was I was getting into it. I took my kick my shoes off. It's uh, it's the movie microscope. Everybody, it's a show where we zoom in. We uh, watch a film with a set of stringent eyes. We we cater to the uh, insides, and we uh, pull out the motion, and uh, really see what makes or breaks in these little films here. For example, if we were watching Head of the Family, what we wouldn't talk about the scene where the gigantic head. <laughs> Wins a pie eating contest. We talk about the little moments. What is Head of the Family? Don't you remember that movie? Mm-mm. I don't know if it's a full moon feature, but I think it is. It's about a go- a goddamn giant head with it. The, you were not joking. Yeah, who's a it's a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, so he's a fan. That giant head has 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 a family. I guess so. Yeah, it's a giant head with arms and legs. Yeah. We'll do it on here at some point. Oh, of course. Episode 162. Well, we f- we fully committed. You and I have fully committed. I don't think we've revealed to the audience yet. What? We're going to do every movie. <laughs> they can't make them fast enough. Keep up with us. Yeah. Do all of them. Yeah. Yeah. We figured that's the only way to win the Golden Microscope Award is to do every film. I know. Yeah. Yeah, and I think we should I think we could if we if we put a good 2 years in, we should be able to get all of them. <laughs> How many are coming out this year, by the way? Yeah. You mentioned a movie to me earlier that I had never heard of, so... Which one? Um, China, a, oh, a Wolf, War- Wolf Warrior 2? Yeah. Yeah, we'll do that one. So I'm, I'm forgetting I'm forgetting a few. 
Yeah, I think we could probably squeeze yeah. them in. Well, we should we should do all the ones that have been made in English language, okay. and then work our way to Bollywood because they don't make a lot. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> should they do interrupt Bollywood. movies that they're making to make movies. I watched a Bollywood movie once uh, at a like a friend's house. It was on the back on in the background, and every once in a while they'd say an English phrase, and he 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 told me that uh, like in English, and he told me that they would like just take whole phrases and and then. And, 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 and that become part of their language, I guess, or part of... All right. Interesting, huh? Has it been? You, you, so, you certainly did. Wow. He also made... He also... This guy uh, was interesting. He was uh, obsessed with speakers. Like Tip O'Neill? <laughs> <laughs> what if he... No, with, uh, you know, like stereo speakers. He Same told idea. He had, a, you had to... Um, he, t- he showed me how you had to get them... Uh, warmed up. There's yeah. magnets, right? There's some magnets involved. Yeah, That's what I know about speakers. I don't know much about them. Yeah. Sound comes out. I know that. Plugs go in, sounds come out. Mm-hmm. That's. You got a good set of speakers somewhere around here? Not really. I do. Uh, yeah. You got? You have surround sound? You don't, do you? I don't know. You don't fuck with surround sound. I have a sound bar. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. Speaking of sound bars, kiss of death. Mmm. Alcoholics. Baby cakes. Yeah, yeah. The name of the bar in this, the strip club, actually. So let's let's uh, let's rip off the veneer, and uh, if you could quickly summarize to the audience what Kiss of Death is about. Kiss of Death is a remake mm-hmm. of a movie called Kiss of Death, right? A noir from nineteen the nineteen forties, I mm-hmm. believe. Dick Widmark, I think. And uh, it's a movie about a uh, ex convict trying to go straight. Mm-hmm. He's on parole. I guess he's on parole. David, that's one David Caruso. Mm-hmm. Uh, living a, a tranquil life with his wife and young, young baby. Yeah. Young daughter. Young baby. Baby daughter. And he gets pulled back into the life one night for a quick job. Yeah. Things go bad. Yeah. Ends up in the joint. And mired in a mess. Yeah. Uh, he's basically caught in the middle, man. Well, so he goes into the joint. You know, he's not going to talk. He's not going to rat out his, even though he's fucked. He's not going to rat out. What happens in is that cops get cop gets shot. That makes it even worse for him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, we'll go over that. But it's just he's in he's in the joint. Why he's in the joint? His life, his wife gets killed. It's a the thing I like about it is finally it's a, it's a it's a movie about a, a con man trying to go straight, mm-hmm. and the system sucking at him. Yeah, it never really, happens. In that's films. really what happens. The plot happens always. Always, this plot happens. Always, yeah. yeah. The whole, there's a lot of plot in this. No, I'm saying like there are so many movies that are this. Oh yeah, one oh, last yeah. job, that kind of shit. I never do the plot right. I, I always. Or, I, that's why I do. I like. I like watching you on the. I, hook. I don't. I don't like to be put on the spot. Yeah. Well, you you acquitted yourself. I quit. Uh, I quit. <laughs> And uh, for listeners who haven't seen Kiss of Death, first of all, you ought to. It's wonderful. It's on HBO Go right now. Yeah, we saw it. Uh, but we streamed it. If you want to see a cornucopia of actors before they were famous, this is a good place to start. And plus, it's you know, it's got. We did Jade earlier this year, with, yeah. which featured uh, David Caruso. This David Caruso notoriously left his plush TV gig NYPD Blue um, for the movies. So he 
and he was forever like kind of lambasted for doing that like he was like made fun of because then he left for the you know he was arrogant left his show his starring role for the movies and his movies tanked but he's good real he's, good he's the best part of this movie he's great in it yeah so I, let's and, take turns naming yeah. before they were famous people in okay. this film yeah, yeah. so go ahead and start you throw one out Ving Rhames Ving Rhames I'll say Hope Davis I, I didn't even recognize her um uh I mean Michael Rappaport was this one of his first yeah uh you got uh Paul Calderon Right. Well, who, what does anybody know? Who, oh, yeah, from the guy that was in a little bit. In, he was in some Tarantino stuff. Tarantino I think stuff. He, yeah, he, he had a he little. He was supposed to play Jules. I think he was supposed to play Jules in Pulp, Pulp Fiction. You know what? He could have played Landau Calrissian if he wanted to. He's got a Billy D. Williams thing. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, Sam Jackson was in this, but he. he Sam, was That was early Sam. He, it was early, but he had been in a lot of stuff. He had been a minor character in things like Goodfellas. He had, mm. I think he had, he had done Amos and Andy. With Cage yeah. before this? I don't. Maybe. Mm, I bet it comes after this. Okay, still, I, I that was the first time a lot of people saw. It. Well, not a lot of people saw the movie. Well, I mean, he was in a lot. He was in Spike Lee stuff. Like he, oh yeah, he was always working. But he, he's a big role in this. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'll go. Uh, Kevin Corrigan, J.O. Sanders. Even the Tooch. This is early Stanley Tooch. Yeah, early Stanley Tooch. Yeah, I mean, it's a rare. Keep going. We got shit to do. It's it's. <laughs> Come on, we haven't even gotten to the big ones. I mean, Catherine Irby, Helen Hunt. Well, Helen Hunt had it. She was a name at this point. She was not. Yeah, she was. Ninety five. She was like, I think, on Mad About You and stuff like I, that. It's borderline. She she was in the Trancer series. <laughs> she, she Helen Hunt was kind of a a child actress, right? A little bit, not child, but teenage actress actress. Huh? Really? Yeah. Like she was in. Wasn't she in Girls Just Want to Have Fun and stuff? Like, wasn't she in that movie? I. I mean, Sarah Jessica was. I don't know who else. She'd been around. She'd been still. Around for this a while. was. This is early Hunt. The. It is, and she's briefly in this. Yeah. She plays like David Crusoe's uh, wife. Yeah. Anybody else? For a while. Is there anybody else we're forgetting that's like big? Uh. Uh-uh. I don't think so. No, I mean, these other people I think floating around. Yeah, Kevin Corgan is like the the one. In, he's in and out in this. Still, it's good to see. He's him. great. I love him. Yeah, yeah. Great cast. Really fun. Early Philip Baker Hall. That's right. Well, I mean, I, he started late though. He wasn't always acting. Uh, yeah, I mean, he was. Yeah, he plays uh, Nicholas Cage's dad in this. So anyway, Nicholas Cage is a uh, is the kind of the bad guy. He's obviously the bad guy in this name, Little Junior Brown. And he is a uh, he. His father is kind of the crime boss, and then when his father later dies, he inherits the throne. Right? Yeah, it's it's funny. You have a variety of actors mm-hmm. that are all in their own movie in this thing, and mm-hmm. it's wonderful. Just Cage. No, Cage is in his own movie. Rappaport's in his own movie. Uh, I would say Ving Rhames is in his own movie. There's, there's some interesting different styles at play in this thing. I would say that Cage for sure. Oh, Cage is... He is... It makes me so happy how fucking... He he is just hamming it up so much here. He must, There must not have been enough for him to really sink his teeth into because he... I you know, I wonder if he invented the asthma thing, if that was part of... Because he, he his, his character has asthma in this. I wonder if he invented that because mm-hmm. that's a big part of his No, asthma is a real thing. <laughs> And then what else does he do in this? That's like, he's like, always jumping around. He's spazzing out. You know, he's he's, uh, he's he's buff. This is like a 
This is a thick cage performance, right? Yeah. He's thick in this. He's been big for a while, though. He's he's like, never been, like, buff buff big, really. He's always kind of scrawny. No. Con Air, he's massive. Oh, yeah. Well, Con Air is peak, peak pump cage, right? Yeah. Yeah. Don't you think? I mean, he's a... And this is around the... This is right before... This is before Con Air. I think so. A couple years, maybe. I mean, this is like... He did this the same year he did Leaving Las Vegas. Which film did better for him? <laughs> I like this movie more. I like Leaving Las Vegas. He's so good. Both feature alcoholism. Mm-hmm. Zoomed in. Yeah, so Helen Hunt and David Caruso are living the straight life. They're recovering alcoholics. Mm-hmm. And Michael Rappaport is a piece of shit. And he... He calls in a favor to Caruso. Yeah. Who is at home with his... His daughter, like, you know, watching L- Little his Karina. Yeah, Little Karina. And Rappaport comes in, begs. He is they're going to kill me if I don't get somebody to ride this, uh, drive these trucks. I, I need you to help me. And, you know, Crusoe, what does he do? He, he helps goes, him. No, he goes, no, what did you always say? He, he's so David Crusoe in that scene. He won't, he won't give oh, yeah. in. He's like, get the fuck out. Oh, yeah, Crusoe. Like, there's, a, yeah. His mannerisms, he is just a joy to watch. <laughs> An absolute joy to watch because he. Um, so yeah, Rappaport. The, comes we talked in. about this on Jade. Yeah. The eye contact, the the proximity. Oh the, yeah, the close. The, the, close the tilted acting. head. There's just, you know, and I think I mentioned that Bernthal tries to, to emulate this. There's just something very unique about the way Caruso does stuff, which would be it would come off as such a hard ass, mm-hmm. were it not for his shock of red hair, his pale fucking body, and his little scrawn. It is the least tough. He's the least tough guy to look at. But he's tough. But he though. sells it. He does yeah, a great job it. of selling it. Yeah, you have to wonder what his background, like what 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 made him into Caruso. You know, like where is a what combination of factors gave us Caruso? It's a miracle. <laughs> it is a miracle. He's a miracle. He must have got like picked on or something, and then he went into theater. Oh, he's just a miracle. That's my. What's his origin story? Brightburn. <laughs> um, I'm gonna look up David Caruso's whereabouts. Just put upon... David Caruso's origin story. <laughs> Think that's been searched before? I got that as a you know go- what he Google still looks alert. fucking great. He still looks exactly like how is I mean he, he has... oh he just got signed. He's playing Rick Ocasek. I mean I'm sorry Rick Astley. Um, let's see here. Oh, I thought you meant Caruso. Is that why you did okay, sick? But you're trying to make okay. An so joke? he's he's from Forest Hills, New York. He's a fucking he's the he's the real deal. He's the real deal. I mean, he's he a, probably he's a true redhead. Absolutely, ain't no faking that, right? Yep. He looks like an angry Conan O'Brien. Like he looks, you know, if Conan O'Brien was like pissed off all the time instead of uh, mirthful. Yeah. Is that, is that the right word? Mm-hmm. But Chris, he's just got this attitude. All right, we're going to pull a, a hard left here real quick. Yeah. I'm going to go through David Caruso's IMDb trivia. We'll just ruminate on some of this. He once worked for a police department standing in lineups for $25. Sounds right. This is a good one. He had more success as a television actor than a movie actor. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking shade on IMDb trivia. 
Holy cow, poor dude. Well, he did eventually make his way back to TV. So no, you know, he he what was it? C, CSI Miami. Yeah. And there's that meme with him in the sunglasses. So, you know, it's of course. More shade. Was a co-owner of the now defunct Steam, an upscale clothing and home furnishing store in South Miami. Really? He he grew up in Queens though. You know, I I have a feeling I mean, the way he talks and the way he carries himself there's got to be a little bit of real street in him. Yeah. And he's been in, and he was originally cast in a lot of those movies, like Kiss of Death. I think he was, I mean, uh, yeah, he always plays uh, the same King tough. of New York. He's always the same tough guy. He yeah. He, there, there's no variation. He's always the same. He's playing the same character. Right. But, you know, the thing is, he's good at it, and he's good in this movie. Like, his, his emotional scenes he work. He was great in Proof of Life. Great in that movie. Mm-hmm. He's the best thing by far about that movie. And... It's a it's, he's it's, a, it's he's, one of the big shames that this guy he's amazing and he he plays uh he plays De Niro's like uh tough friend like tough friend in Mad Dog and Glory and he's he's like, like probably the best part of that movie and De Niro's in it yeah but he has that fight scene with uh, Bill Murray's yep. tough friend it's yep. great I was about to say that I think he was one of those guys that should have had a filmmaker take him under his wing and be his guy. Yeah. Like a like a De Niro with Scorsese. Well, I think I think he's so, I think he's such a toxic person. It's impossible to work for him apparently or with him apparently. Well, he's in the right business. Yeah, that's true. They don't really punish toxic people there. Well, he got punished. I mean, he got he got laughed at for years. But then he was always he was good in this. I mean, Jade is not a good movie, but he was fine but in that. I like Jade now. You do? I really do. I kind of like that movie. And I mean, this is the better for sure. The better. It's a of better the two. film, but. I didn't find a lot to hate about Jade. I mean, it's that kind of movie. There's a place for that kind of grimy, mm-hmm. pseudo-erotic thriller thing. I mean, I think we could admit it. We love David Crusoe. Yeah. We love him. He might be the patron saint of the movie Microscope. He might be the yeah. official mascot. of. Can we have a mascot? We could. Nobody's stopping us. Maybe we should change the, the picture on the uh, iTunes from the ghoulie to fucking Caruso. <laughs> Can I have? I'm gonna have a picture of Caruso coming out of the toilet. <laughs> I, I know there's a couple of artists that spoke to me about doing some stuff. I think that might be where we go. Caruso coming out. We of the definitely toilet. have to. I mean, we let's pay pay tribute somehow. Yeah. I mean, he's gifted us. I I don't. He hasn't worked for like years, right? Mm-hmm. He's officially retired. He's not officially retired. He's still working. He's not still working. He is working. He's working at Steam. A home furnished. Oh, I thought you said that one under shit. Well, he's fucked. I mean, he's put him fucked. A, put him in a movie. He doesn't. You know, when you go to IMDb and it says uh, upcoming projects, mm-hmm. no link. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's like there should be. I mean, he was a producer a little bit. All right. So well, the good news is the guy that who was Steven Bochco. Yeah, hated him. He, yeah, he wrote that book. I want to read that book that he wrote. And he was he's ripping on Caruso so hard. Uh, poor little Caruso. Kick guy when he's down. Yeah. Poor little Caruso. That's what I say. Misunderstood Caruso. Plays Jimmy Kilmartin in this. Yeah. Now, what, how do you feel about that last name? It's Irish. <laughs> Zoomed in. <laughs> they call him Kilmartin. That's not a bad name. That's a, If you're going to have a... A, a, a convict, a ex criminal name. Yeah. Calling you Kill Martin? That's pretty good. It's better than Little Junior Brown. I love Little Junior Brown. Are you kidding me? You like that name? Yeah. 
Makes you think it was a role written for a black person. Little Junior Brown? Yeah. It sounds like a song. Leroy Brown. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of, yeah. I I love it. it, And Barbie Schrader did it. That's a real director. He he was Oscar-nominated his previous film. He did single reverse. white. Fe- he did single white female too, right? Didn't he? He did. Well, yeah, but he did reversal of fortune. All right, let's look at Barbet. Barbet. I think it's Barbet. I know. Is he still killing it? Oh yeah. Or is he? No. He did all three of the Barbet shot movies. <laughs> he did do single white female. Nailed it. That's a dog shit movie. Uh, Steven Weber gets killed by a high heel in that. Yes, movie. he gets shoe killed. <laughs> He gets sure killed in that. Directed an episode of Mad Men. He directed one of my favorite movies, Murder by Numbers. He produced it. <laughs> Remember that piece of cum? He directed it too. No, it Barfly. Des- he did Des- Barfly. Des- That's a good movie. It's okay. It's good. It's okay. Get over yourself. Um, Bukowski he- biopic, sort of. Oh, it's pretentious. like really just a story. Um, is that what Barfly is basically? Before and after. Remember that movie? No. Liam Neeson and Meryl Streep like and their son kills somebody like his girlfriend oh. remember that oh yeah anyway that guy fucking nailed it and then disappeared he did a Mad Men episode that's pretty cool but he was a he was a big deal he's been doing it for a long time he got tired of people calling him Babar or Bab Bab-Bay. isn't there an elephant named Babar <laughs> one of my favorites what is that for Fletch <laughs> M. Emmett uh, so anyway the uh he he goes to prison, and so you know David Crusoe goes. What happens is they 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 just have to drive these cars to a shipyard, and and Nicholas Cage's character, uh, you know, he is introduced by uh, with a chokehold to Michael Rappaport. His arm comes out off camera and chokes Michael yeah. Rappaport, and set and, and directs these people uh, running the cars to. Um, not have any gaps, just run in a line. Yeah. He doesn't want any messing around. And yeah. people are like, well, the cops are going to see that. Yeah. If someone sees it, it's going to be suspicious. But he doesn't care. He doesn't care. That's a, probably a bad decision. It's a bad decision because the cops do see them. Uh, and then uh, what happens, the reason that Crusoe's there is he's driving for a drunk man, right? Yeah. And the drunk man's... He does a nice thing for that guy, too. He does. That scene where Cage throws that guy out of the car is brutal. It is, yeah. Well, there's a drunk guy, and he's he's too drunk to drive. Cage opens the truck door. It then tosses a real person head first into another car. And a stunt he, man, I guess. And then he comes up, and he's bloody. Yeah. It's a it's a good stunt. It's, it's Maybe it wasn't up. a stunt. It's fucked up looking. Maybe it was method. <laughs> so anyway, so Chris is driving around with this drunk guy in the passenger seat. The cops pull him over. And the drunk guy wakes up and shoots at the cops. How does that, that go for him? So he shoots uh, one of the cops is Sam Jackson. Shoots Sam Jackson in the cheek, but through Caruso's yeah, hand. Caruso tries to. Yeah, I'm getting excited. You're excited. I'm getting about this scene. It's a good scene. It's a great. There's a lot of great scenes in this. But the funny thing is, is I thought that was a pretty noble thing of him to do. It never really gets. He never gets. It never gets mentioned. He mentions it, but I thought he probably spare. He probably saved Sam's life. He does, yeah. Well, he puts his hand out to try to stop the gun. Yeah. Because he realizes what the drunk guy's doing. The drunk yeah. guy then gets shot to death by the police. He, they yeah. don't they don't tell you if he died. <laughs> it's assumed? I don't know. They shoot him only like 1,100 times. Crusoe goes to prison. Yeah. Um, and then he tries he, to... He won't give up anybody's names. He's, he's a man of honor. 
That's a kind of little recurring theme here. Uh, you know, the rest of the crew get away. Like, Michael Rappaport runs runs for it. Yeah. And, you know, Crusoe goes to prison. Um, Can't touch Helen Hunt at prison, which Helen bothers Hunt, him. And, yeah, Helen Hunt comes to visit, and that's a good scene. So Helen Hunt comes to visit him and, you know, basically says, what have you done? You know, she loves him, but, he, you know, they're just repairing their life from his last stint. Yeah. And that's a good scene. They're both very good in it. Crusoe, like, is... You know, Helen Hunt obviously good, but Crusoe, yeah. he's Crusoe's such a tightly wound actor. Like he's always lashing out, or yeah, he's always oh, he's intense. Yeah, he's always like gritting his teeth. But the in this, you know, he has a real chemistry with Hunt. I think yeah, the and fight, small scenes. Together. Do you think there was a moment where Schrader went to the makeup artist and said, "Look, tone down the Hunt makeup. We want Irby to shine." <laughs> so yeah, and Catherine Irby, who is you guys might know. You guys yeah. from Stir of Echoes played Kevin Bacon's uh, wife in that, and I think she was also probably on a cop show. I think she was on Law and Order or something for a while. Um, she plays like the young neighbor that watches the child sometimes, watches the baby. Yep. What happens? She gets hot. She gets sweet. And then what happens? She she gets to take take the place. She takes Hunt, after Helen Hunt. Yeah, I guess we can get to that. But Helen Hunt eventually, she gets killed. Oh, once again, are we sure? <laughs> Michael Rappaport's supposed to be taking care of her. I mean, this is a lot of plot. It cuts from her screaming out Caruso's name as this truck smashes into her yeah. directly to her grave. So Caruso's trying, or uh, Rappaport's trying to get in her pants. He's also supposed to be giving her money. You know, they're they're. Crusoe's, uh, the bad guys are taking care of his family, but Rapport's only giving her some of the money he's supposed to be giving her. Also trying to typical get in there. Typical Rapport. And then he just you know gets her on the sauce again, gets her on the alcohol again. It's rolling rock that sends her spiraling towards the devil. It's all downhill from there. She gets in a car wreck and dies. So Crusoe... Quintessential hunt. Yeah. So Crusoe is let out of prison to go to her funeral. How's that go? That's one of the best scenes. Mm-hmm. A little gravesite argument. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gets mad. At, he starts to piece together. Oh, another together. person who who uh, who's uh, who everyone discovered in this film. Mm-hmm. And Mira, first film, right? First time people. <laughs> and Mira's in this. She squirted. She squirted something out of her that we know. Well, be stiller. Yeah, she made that thing come out of her. She did. Yeah. Um. In the in the scene at the funeral, I noticed. Rapport's got a weird ear. He has a little weird. He's like a. It's like a cave troll or something. He's got a. It's, his ear goes up to. It's like it starts out kind of normal. Yeah. And then it it tops too quick. It's, is that it's, the right it's term? It's an odd angle. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the artist gave up. The artist. Yeah. The are artist. you are you purporting that an artist created Michael Rapaport? I am. Oh, Rapaport. Yeah. Director of the Tribe Called Quest documentary. Michael Rappaport, a tribe called Quest. Did you know, you know what? that? I didn't know that. I know that he's uh, he's been he somehow that guy has overachieved on a massive scale. He, he's think, outspoken. He is outspoken. He's got a very big internet following. Puts his foot in his mouth sometimes. Yeah, um, he's very flexible. Very flexible. Um, but he, you know, he he was kind of an annoying thing for a while mm-hmm. he was in you know he did some stuff with Leary for a while some Ted Demi shit I believe okay he uh obviously we saw him with Spike Lee mm-hmm. we saw him uh in the uh he did not survive 
did he wait he did survive copland he was that play they made about him they did a good job with that (laughs) i am rapaport i'm not rapaport oh is that what it is yeah what is that who what is that play by the way to play i don't know it big one how Um, do you feel about cage and tucci having hair in this How, how do you feel about that just i mean and, and Sam Jackson, you got three baldings in this movie. I think I think Tucci looks fantastic. I think Cage looks embarrassing. Sam Jackson, who cares? Uh, I would put Cage hair up there. I put Tucci dead last. But he had the best. No. Yeah. I mean, I feel for it. I like it because he he had those he had that those last minute curls at the bottom. Those, I mean, he looked good the at last this. the last. Swing for the and fences. Tucci's great in this. He he plays like this uh, large and in charge, uh, you know, uh, like what cop and, and I guess a, he's, he's a, a DA. He's a DA, yeah. But he he he's like just sarcastic. He's he's pretty funny. He's always like kind of above he's everybody. He's a careerist. Else. He's a yeah. careerist. Yeah. Tucci is another one of those guys who brings gold into everything he's in. He, he brings a little slice yeah. of gold into everything. Yeah, you talking about Hunger, Hunger Games? I'm talking about the fucking Lonely Bones, Lovely Bones. Mm-hmm. Remember, he was in um, Big Night, Daybreakers with, I believe, Hope Davis. After this, around the same time, Tucci day tri- was Day Trippers. What did I say? Daybreakers, different movie. Sorry, day both trippers. featuring heads. That's right. That's right. Day um, Trippers. Yeah, that just came out on Criterion, I think. Oddly enough, Day Trippers. That's a good movie. Parker yeah. Posey in that? I think so. Uh, that's a good movie. Um, that's like that's Mumblecore before Mumblecore a little bit, isn't it? A little bit. Yeah. I can't remember who who and it, the guy that did it was the guy that did um, um, Superbad, the director. I think the same. Matola. Yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. Right. Anyway, uh, uh, we talked a little bit about um, Hope Davis, who I do like a lot in movies and stuff, and she's introduced. And I didn't recognize her. She was uh, being Nicholas bench Cage pressed. Is bench pressing her. Yeah. She plays a stripper, and he's bench pressing her yeah. thirty times. I think 30. forty. Let's go for the record. And um, he's really—I think he's really bench pressing. I'm her. One, one of his hands is in the mysterious place. Do you th- so? You think it's? You think it's? No, I, no, I'm just saying. Good on her for letting him grab her mystery hole. Like he has got his thing under her under her. Butthole. I think he might really be doing push-ups. Yeah, her, Hope Davis push-up. Yeah. A lot easier in '95 than today. I'm guessing. Not, I didn't mean to zoom so hard. Um, what? Okay, you've always loved Hope Davis. I have. I used to hate her. Why did you? And then there was something where I turned a corner and I and I love her now. Next Stop Wonderland. No, she's so good in that. That's a good movie. Mm-hmm. That the, the girl from Notting Hill is great in that, right? The brunette. Maybe I don't know. She in that? I remember her. Um, Tucci might be in that somehow. She was great in the newsroom. I loved her in that. It wasn't real steel. You know what she was really good in? What? One of our favorites. Let's hear it. Motherfucking Mumford, bro. Remember, she's in that. Might she plays be. the love interest. Okay, so she she was with Cage and the Weatherman. Um, it, it's uh, it's a it's I think it's either the Matador, American Splendor, or About Schmidt. It has to be one of those. You just watched? Oh, you didn't watch About Schmidt. Um, you said Next Stop Wonderland? Yeah. Am I wrong? I'm Kelly Thorne's in that. I love Kelly Thorne. 
Hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to go through my notes. They're 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 pencil. Okay, I got circle. a minor, a little first, a little teaser trivia. Mm-hmm. Who is the, in the framed photo on Tucci's wall behind him? <sighs> is it a president? Yeah. Ninety-five. Is it Clinton? No. Ninety. Who? Don Reagan. Don Reagan. <laughs> That's what we call them. Reagan on on the wall. Is it? Yeah. You know, um, there is one weakness in this film. Hmm. House of Pain. Yeah. Well, they it's played during Michael Rapport's death. And how does he die? He gets. He gets. Okay. So what what happens is he beats Michael Rapport. <laughs> Nicholas Cage. Yeah, he punches him to death. I that, that's one of the things I sort of like about Cage. In this is mm-hmm. he uses a gun once, uh-huh. but most of the time he just he likes feeling his his fist against a man's face, or sometimes a glove they, glove uh, fist against a face. Yeah. So what happens is uh, once my main man David Crusoe has we didn't say his first name yet. Okay. Go ahead. What is his first name? Jimmy. Jimmy, Jimmy Kilmartin, right? I think it's Jimmy. It is Jimmy. Once he realizes that Rappaport is kind of, you know, he he is responsible for his wife's death, he sets things in motion. He starts giving up details. He starts giving up the um, people from jail, but he makes it look like Michael Rappaport is the rat. So he, he gives you up. Love he, that. You love that scene. I do. And he, and he, um, He's like, you, you should arrest me for this, too. Basically, he tells Tucci, arrest me for this, too, so it looks like it doesn't look like I gave anybody up, and you can still use me. And then he's he's setting up Rappaport, and then it works. Yeah. He gets uh, punched to death. And that is a scene that has haunted me since I saw it. In the, I think I must have seen it in the theater. What? I, I, for some reason, it really bothered me when I originally saw it. Yeah. This it, show. I think it's brutal. This show is uh, a lot of things for a lot of people. Don't even rip. No, I'm going deep. Okay. But I think more importantly than all the film stuff and all the zooms, which are considerable, it's these little things we find out about ourselves. Like you and aliens. I would have never thought aliens creeped you out. I would have never thought the punch, punching Michael Rappaport thing hit home. I, I just, I, you know, maybe at that point I had never seen someone just got just punched to death in the face. And it's pretty brutal. I mean, they don't show him. But they show Nicolas Cage and basically. Then they, you know what it is? It's that shot of the blood spraying the wall. That's what it is, yeah. yeah. And then they, they do have a quick. Zipping up the old bag. They show his face real quick before they uh, they plastic tarp him. Yeah. And then what did you say about that? It's so funny. There, like, there's a shot where, uh, it's like a medium shot where Rappaport's in this uh, garbage bag and they're, they're duct taping. They're duct taping around his neck. Mm-hmm. So you see the little head shape. And that's when you know he might not be all right. <laughs> Yeah. Whenever they're zipping you, whenever they're taping you, duct taping your, you know, body bag closed. And then they, um, there's a little blood on the, because Nicholas Cage, of course, like anybody, he brings a, a CD player to the, to yeah. the assassination. Yeah. And, uh, there's a little blood on it and he yeah. has to, he's all bummed out because he gets a little blood on his CD player and he has to wipe it off. Yeah. Also, by the way, this is a good time to mention his wardrobe in this film is phenomenal. Nick Cage. First of all, this is '95. Everybody's pants are way too baggy. Yes, but Nicholas Cage is—he's almost exclusively dressed in white in this the yeah. whole time. Yeah, he has. The first time I've ever seen a tank top with a breathable side. Mm-hmm. First time ever. I want to. I've never seen that. It may be why he took the part. Yeah. 
uh, he has this fantastic outfit later in the film. It's like a two-piece. It's got like a, a floral print like yeah, yeah, shirt yeah. and the baggy ass MC Hammer. But you're talking you talked about that T-shirt, but it has just picture there's two circles on the side, like cut out circles yeah. on the side. A breathable, breathable side. Right, but I was just trying to describe it. Yeah, that's. Yeah. That's and and cute. he's wearing he, wear, he wears a lot of wife beaters right and big pants and it is sensational and of course he's you know he's ripped and shredded so it looks good mm-hmm. but it looks so nineties so nineties well another thing that they uh, and do, Caruso's pants are are yeah. noxious at the beginning <coughs> excuse me yeah is that a first for the scope maybe nice I mean there's no brown wall tonight everybody's sleeping. Damn it, I should go is... flush a toilet just for shits. <laughs> so uh, there's a, you're talking about fashion. At one point, Crusoe walks in uh, to see his daughter because he gets a he gets a day to see his daughter. That's the only way he can move around. But he you know he because he because he gives up some dudes. They they let him go see his daughter, and uh, he walks towards her, half a shirt tucked in, half. You like out. that look? I do. Yeah, that sometimes people do that look on purpose. You yeah. think Crusoe was, or like the the, the one sweats that might have been in style briefly, like just to kind of half it out. Side flap, a little side flap. Yeah, a little side yeah. flap. Yeah. <clears throat> we talk about Nicolas Cage literally beating the fucking out of people, right? Mm-hmm. His him being the exception. Actually, even he has some of the worst punches I've ever seen in a film. In this, some of the least convincing <laughs> punches and kicks. Right. You know, obviously you have to pull a punch lest you hurt someone. Uh, there's a couple of punches in here that are just embarrassing. I think the fight choreographer was Jeff Healy or something because it was fucking sadness. Do you think that that's more embarrassing than the way Caruso in prison positions uh, his clock? <laughs> I love that shot. He's laying on he's, he position because he he to to wait out the rest of his time he they want you to know that he's counting down the hours. Yeah, the there's days, a montage of sorts, and he uh, positions it right on his dick. Yeah, he's got a cock clock, and he's staring right at it. The th- I love it. To me, it's it's like uh, he is is they are distilling that into the most on the nose way they possibly can. Mm-hmm. Well, on the dick. Do you think that? Uh, that was Caruso's choice. The, the director was like, "Hey, here's a clock. Just be looking at it." He's like, "I got you one better." He's like, "Yeah, here's how I sleep at home." Jimmy Kilmartin would place this on his lap, yeah, and around his pubis. Do you think that he got technical? Yeah. Well, so the funny thing was, you know, his ego was out of control. Uh-huh. They had to talk him off the ledge, Barbet. Mm-hmm. He's like, "David, it can't be a grandfather clock." <laughs> so they they came to an agreement. Do you think that um? How, do you think they went through a lot of clocks? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. They had to throw them away afterwards too. <laughs> I've never seen something depreciate so fast. Um, Luckily, Flavor Flav was just outside <laughs> the frame collecting. Um. So then he gets he gets out of jail finally. Yeah, and so now this is where it starts to get great because. Mm-hmm. He's required to wear a wire for his. Uh, he's an you know he's a CI as they call them. Right. That's a confidential informant, I believe. Right. Right. So he is wearing a wire, and he is gathering dirt because they're not going to let him just get out of prison. He did his time, but Tucci and Sam Jackson have their tendrils in him, and mm-hmm. they require him to do them one last solid, and that is bring Junior Brown to justice. So 
some of the great moments and actually many of the great moments in the rest of this film involve him wearing a wire right throughout the rest of the story mm-hmm. or him not wearing a wire that's also great right so let's talk about that first wire moment and he is re- it's re- it's like a real wire like it's lots of tape it, well it's at 95 you know yeah I mean it's real once you take the shirt off you can you, you see a wire he is covered out mm-hmm. yeah so at one point he kind of bonds with Junior Brown in, in, in the strip club, and they, the Junior Brown remembers Nicholas Cage remembers Caruso, likes him, and there there's a a guy that touches one of the strippers. Nicholas Cage has this big like confrontation with him and it makes the guy strip like dancing. So it's kind of a funny setting scene. up a a, a little because uh, Caruso, mm-hmm. that guy and Caruso have a little secret connection. Right. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. yeah. But. So the guy is like humiliated, and it's kind of a bonding moment. And Crusoe, uh, you know, he's come there with another group of criminals, and he just comments, "He's like, you got a good operation going here to Cage." And tr- obviously trying just to just admiring, him, just admiring, and Cage, uh, his you know, he all of a sudden his ends, his spidey sense goes mm-hmm. off, and he realizes something is strange here. Uh, and Crusoe realizes it, runs to the bathroom, and gets rid of the wire real quick yeah and it's funny because instantaneously after that cage comes in with his boys yeah and he tries to make it count the great thing is okay so that's a great scene because obviously caruso narrowly escapes death there well i love that caruso's talking to himself as he's taking the wire right and he's like puts uh, it out the window he says something like uh Stoop. He's like, I'm fucking stupid. I'm the, I gotta be the fucking dumbest. Like, no, but the best so he's is ripping himself. When yeah. they bust into the bathroom, yeah, they they're kicking open stalls. For some reason, Caruso is standing in the stall he's in in a weird position. Right. Well, he, yeah, of course. He's like, not shit pissed. He's not doing anything what you would be doing in the stall. I don't think he had time. Like he dumped the wire through a window. I don't. He got back in the stall. I don't think he had time to sit down. He, if, if if he had his druthers, yeah. Give him, give him another 30 seconds, he would have dropped drawers and pretended to be pooping. Would have been a better scene. Yeah. Nicholas Cage is like, I'm shitting here! You know, like where he has to pull him out of his shitting room. You know? What if he, they kick open the door and Caruso's got that clock <laughs> position just ever so gently on the... That's amazing. That scene's great, and it leads to him sorting to, to tug a little bit back at the police. Right. You know, because he's street smart. And and he knows where he can leverage those guys. It's some, it's it, there's a nice sort of back and forth between him and his handlers for the rest of the story. Well, the the iciness between him and Jackson thaw like they become friends, kind of. Or at yeah. least they become friendly. No, they become friendly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we didn't mention as soon as Crusoe comes out of prison, he goes he goes straight to the courthouse, gets married instantly. Instantly marries Catherine Irby, and you know what? Who could blame him? Yeah. What a darn tootin' cutie. Yeah. Lexi in her in this. Yeah. Also great in Stir of Echoes. I don't yeah. know too much of her work. She was on Law and Order. And her name is fun to say. Yeah. Do you think Caruso got in trouble? Like, I, I heard that, I think I told you, I read that um, they had to keep redoing stuff because uh, Caruso would say, um, when he'd leave, leave the scene, like, driveway, would be like, bye, Catherine Irby. And they'd be like, cut. Yeah. Hi, Catherine Irby. Yep. Is this joke working? I love it. I love you don't it. seem to. You cracked a good. You, you cracked a. Catherine Irby, let's get married. You you cracked a. Irby goes bananas joke while I we were did. watching the film. Yeah, <laughs> of course well, I have to. Yeah. Which was better than the Irby Ancock? She changes her. 
changes her hair in this a couple of times. Yeah, they, that's a big reveal where she's supposed. That's like her Living Newton John moment. I think that she's supposed to have aged three years. And so yeah, but they also they wanted to make it look like she's she freshened up for his uh, big old dick. <laughs> she like he uh, I like the love scene. Do you mean the non love scene? No, it's great. He's got shirtless in bed with her, and she's undercover, and she's about about getting ready. They're kind of kissing, and he just ever so gently reaches for this clock, puts it on her chest. <laughs> she's like, "What's this?" He's like, "Just shh, don't." No, actually, it's funny because like there's a scene where there's like don't say a word. Beautiful music, soft focus. And she sweeps the clock off his crotch. To... <laughs> That's great. Uh, she is, yeah, no, but there's a moment where she, she's her hair is like blown dry or like curled. yeah, 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 yeah. And Let's... it's supposed to be like a holy shit in 1995. This is hot kind of moment. She well, it, it worked for me. Okay. I like her dresses. I'm not trying to get sexist she, here. She just she's cute in this. She has a very she has some pure, gray, there's a purity to her. She's got some gray eyebrows a little bit though. I thought her eyebrows look a little strange. Do you say gray? Yeah, gray eyebrow. I do. I think she's some gray eyebrows. And I'm not trying to get critical. Pop, I'm, let that me, is a top tier zoom. Let me uh, let me criticize the males. Like some ma- male appearances here too. Cruz looks fucking weird. Um, <laughs> okay, what do you call Sam that? Sam Jackson's dabbing in his eye the whole time. That's and his Irby's, only character trait. And yeah. Irby's got um, okay. I got a gray call, eyebrows. Let's call it the elephant in the room. I yeah. forgot what the name of that that thing between your nose and your lip is. That little yeah, crease, yeah, the little indentation. There's a name for it. I know. I it's can't. like the Parliament's handle or something like that, or like that's the it. Uh, the winter bone. That's There's it. a name for it. It's like the epicluchy. It's like some stupid ass word. The I, fisherman's knot or something. I all, all those will work for me because I'm not gonna be able to name it. Okay, so Caruso's is weird. I agree. It's a, yeah, that's his flaw. He's got a weird crucifix. It's one tonight. flaw. Yeah, he's a beautiful man, though. <laughs> he's got the best hair in this. That's a scary thought. They keep that. They may fun- be why he took the part. He's like, oh, you got Tucci, you got the Cage, you got Sam. They're all fucking Rogaine in their deaths out. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, Helen Hunt. Yeah, she does have gray brows, though. I, I, I that is a deep cut. Man. Did you not? <laughs> Did you not no. notice? I'm going to type Irby Graybrow see what comes up. <laughs> I feel shallow. Don't. It just made me like her more. You know? Yeah. But I heard that she got so stressed out on a set, her eyes, eyebrows went gray. Oh, of course. It's the philtrum. That's what it's called, the philtrum. Cruz has got a jacked philtrum. I hate it. That's a good name for a, like an action star. Filtrum? No, Jack Filtrum. Oh. That's not a bad name. I think that's the lead character in Siphon Filter. Is it? <laughs> For the PS2. Jack Filtrum. Yeah. Um, in gray brows. <laughs> so, what do you, okay, let me ask you this. There's a scene in it, in this movie, where Nicolas Cage is explaining to one David Crusoe that you have to have an acronym. Yeah. And his acronym is BAD, which stands for Balls, Attitude, and Direction. Direction. Yeah. All right. So, and then he asked Crusoe, does he have an acronym? And Crusoe says, Fab. It would be Fab, which means Fucked at Birth. Which is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Let's give some credit to Richard Price, actually. Right. Because oh. he wrote this as an adaptation of the old school. And there's a lot of that little. 
He's a good crime author. You know, he's, he's an got, excellent crime yeah. author. So you think there's? I think there's a few moments that really shine for him mm-hmm. that were in a more successful movie. He would be like your kind of Scott Rosenberg or your maybe a Shane Black or some or somebody in that uh, Don Winslow like that. There's that kind of area. I believe that Price wrote for The Wire a little bit. He did Clockers too, right? He wrote. The, he wrote the screenplay for Clockers, I believe, but he wrote the novel, which is great. The novel of Clockers is amazing. The, book, by the, the way, movie's not so great. By the way, mm-hmm. it's a shame that he didn't save that title for this movie. Right as I took a sip. Not not fair. <laughs> um yeah, I mean that's a Spike Lee movie. It's it's actually almost a Scorsese movie. <sighs> Should have been a Scorsese movie. Probably would have been better. But I mean Spike Lee is a great filmmaker, but <clears throat> that movie is for some reason is not great, and I think maybe because He fell too much in love with the style, I think. Maybe. Rather, yeah. I mean it's 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 good. I mean I, I, I like it. I've seen it a couple of times. It's got a great cast. Mm-hmm. But the book is just phenomenal. It's like I just remember being disappointed because it just wasn't as good as the book. But anyway, it's been a while, and I read another Richard Price novel. He still writes. He's a big novelist. Yep. Um, he wrote the script too for this. He did. That's what we we're talking about. But I was going to ask you what would be your a- an ac- acronym. I'm sorry, oh, if you had one, a oh personal acronym. Shit, that's. I mean, you had to be Why thinking you th- that. Why that on me? No. Do you want to save it? Yeah. Just think about it a little. bit. Do you have bit. one? I do not. Oh. I'll come up with one though. Uh, okay, yeah. Remind me later, um, like after we're done recording. <laughs> Little trivia: Do you remember the name that's carved on the payphone in the chaplain's office at the prison? No. Okay. Um, Can you not give it to me? Uh, it's Alex. <laughs> but um, the chaplain's office. That's a nice little callback there. Because he, he goes to the chaplain's office and he finds out that poor Helen Hunt has been destroyed by a vehicle. And we were excited. Nick and I got excited because we were like, Nick says when she dies and he gets called into the chapel, we're going to see some pure Crusoe anguish. And they don't <laughs> they show fucking, it. Yeah. They close the door and you just hear them. Huge mistake. And so, and, then, and so then when he's about to get out of prison, he gets pulled into the chapel... The, to the chaplain again he freezes because yeah. he's like oh god Irby does something else happen yeah like my, did my kid get I don't think he cared I think he was worried about Irby yeah I was I mean Karina she's a good shit mm-hmm. but Irby's got the sweetness that he's needing I just looked at a picture of her uh, Karina yeah, no Catherine Irby uh-huh. these days. she looks good but she got white eyebrows <laughs> 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 Got that disease where <laughs> eyebrows age. She's like Bruce Bochy. That's you probably don't get that reference. <laughs> Steve Wood. To the baseball player? He's a coach that had a mysterious white streak in his eyebrows. Um, <laughs> you know she married John Henson. <laughs> <laughs> The original uh, talk soup guy. Yeah. Um, so, so then, yeah, he goes back to the chaplain's office, and there lurks his uh, Stantucci, right? And he's that's where he kind of gets the screws put to him. 
He does. You think you're out? No, you ain't out, dog. You know, you have to work for us. But, you know, what I liked um, later on is that we get a shot at Crusoe and headlights. (laughs) That's true. And his giant looming shadow on the building. I think that's that's an analogy for him his career at the time. You know that you brought up before, but that, that is a Neil Diamond song, right? What's that? Crusoe and headlights. <laughs> I call I call the devil in blue jeans, not forever in blue jeans. Did you? Yeah, and the pod- I didn't pick it up. So You know what's funny is we missed a huge opportunity, by the way, in the fire in the sky. We made a Neil Diamond reference. We did not mention Heartlight, based on E. T. starring Henry Thomas. Oh yeah. Featuring an alien. That's we apo- I want to apologize to our listeners. We we owed you that, and you were probably wanting it, and we didn't give it to you. So sorry. Plus, we're also sorry to report that old Henry Thomas in the news today. Oh, really? Got pulled over for a DUI. Mm. Oh, wow. What does that acronym stand for? Uh... Get back to me on that. <laughs> I think I think one thing we could say is didn't utilize income. <laughs> He's got it, you know, like he he uh is always working because of Mike Flanagan. I think we brought that up in the show before. Uh-huh. Mike Flanagan likes working with him. Yep. Um but I mean hopefully I saw the headline. No, no joke. It said, uh, "Actor." It said, uh, "Elliot from ET gets <laughs> DUI." They they call him Elliot. I mean, we you could say Henry Thomas. I don't think we can. Obviously, we can't. Yeah. I mean, it just makes me think that Elliot from ET, the character, got a DUI. <laughs> you know, that's that's a good point. He did get drunk in that. Remember, Elliot did get drunk in ET. So did ET. But E.T., that's why, because E.T. got drunk at home and Elliot got drunk at school because they were connected. That's right. Somehow. Well, and then Erica Eliniak was in that scene. Is that how you say her name? Early, early Erica, mm-hmm. yeah. So Nicolas Cage, <clears throat> another affectation that he, I, I imagine, decided that he would put into the movie. I Maybe I'm wrong, but it sounds like a Nicolas Cage, invent, Cage invention is that he hates metal in his mouth. Amazing. Great line of dialogue. I never told anyone about me and the metal tasting before. Yeah, so he he eats with plastic. and the asthma. So right, asthma and that, and so he he eats with plastic um, silverware. I guess plastic utensils. Yeah, he said he can't do silverware. And he hates metal in his mouth, and and uh, later, of course, he has to eat Rob Halford. <laughs> later, of course, Crusoe puts a gun yeah. in the corner of his mouth. Yeah, doesn't get all the way in there. Yeah. By the way, uh, his plan doesn't work too well. Cage gets the best of him a few times in that scene. Oh yeah. So eventually, Ving Rhames is murdered <coughs> by Cage once again. Inconclusive. <laughs> gets shot uh, real quick in the in the dome, like in the head. Yeah. And it, Crusoe's very surprised. Yeah, it's great. And so it's one of the, it leads to one of the best scenes because Crusoe has it on tape. He's wired at that point. Yeah. Um, and it turns out that Ving Rhames, who had been uh, doing criminal activities yeah. with Junior, actually was an undercover right. Fed. Like he was a fed, federal officer. And seeing it now, knowing his role and watching his performance, there's a reason he was never hired again to act like he was high on coke. Oh yeah, little O T T. 
over top top. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he, well, he's supposed to be high. Yeah, and so what? Ha- Bad performance there. No, I, don't, I think he does okay in this. It's it's early Ving Rhames. It's, it's like ar- maybe one of the first, right? But he looks exactly like Marcellus Wallace in this movie. He does, and he talks. I mean, exactly. Yeah. yeah, he does. And he has a briefcase the first time we've seen him. Well, I mean, Pulp Fiction was when? 98? 94. Oh, it was before this? 94, 95. I think it was 94. Why did I say 98? What am I thinking of? You're right. It's not 98. It was was around 95, 94. I think it was in the 95 Oscars, or maybe it was 95 with the 96 Oscars. But it's right around the same time. It is. And it's funny because there was like this weird connection with Tarantino's films with this because you got Rames, you got Jackson, you got Calderon. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's... And those guys were right right there about the same time that's amazing you could, you could put why don't you put Chris on your movie Tarantino I know it's what, that's what I was saying before that guy needed a Tarantino or you know yeah. like a Neil Berger to take him under his wing one Neil of those Berger. two one of those two <laughs> same um, <clears throat> but anyway so the the best I think one of the best scenes I love the scene is that Ving Rhames is murdered the way we find out that he's allegedly under, undercover fed is because caruso is hauled into this argument between the feds and the local police right right and they're arguing the caruso's just hanging out there and they're arguing about you know we're gonna we, we need him to you know to wit you know to, to uh <clears throat> to be a witness to, to the murder and then hit, you know the guys that he's he's working for don't want to give him up because he's undercover mm-hmm. it's this huge argument and caruso loses it it's great great scene everybody's yelling he honks a horn. He's all intense and being Caruso. He gets to be Pete Caruso. I'm right here. I'm yeah. right here. It's the best. Talk to me. Talk to me. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't. He, he, he when he finds out when he finds out that for some reason when he finds out Ving Rams is a Fed, he is so upset. He was a what? <laughs> Honestly, this movie could be just if you isolated all of all of Caruso's dialogue and and. Mm-hmm. It's miracle. It's it's so good. And uh, Crusoe has a scene at the end where he finally confronts Cage, and he pulls a gun on him. It is the fucking best Crusoe possible. Yeah. He he. The way he a, points the gun at people. He the, he points a gun like no other actor in history. There is a different. Uh, we got to get shots of it. Yeah. Um, there's a different synapse controlling his head than his limbs. That's the only thing I could attribute it to. I love he it. He's being puppeteered by something special. It is, it is like he must have like you know how Jim Carrey would practice like Let's in not front get, of well here in front of the mirror to do those like contortions with his face mm-hmm. and he what does Caruso do out of the gun with the gun like he his gun movements in this are they, they seem so rehearsed. I th- honestly, I think what happened it's is like a dance. None of the acting training stuck. Like he dismissed every bit of training and act an acting coach gave him. It's hard to out cage cage yeah he does like i used to like when i told nick would we first put this on or after we watched it, i guess i used to think cage is the best part of this movie but i i don't think that i no. think caruso is the best part of this movie and irby's a close second and the guy and the drunk guy in the truck at the beginning mm-hmm. cage is great he's having a lot of fun yeah cage but, is great in this I, I will say that. but uh i i might say i think tucci might be my second favorite tucci's great and there's a, there's a ton of hot dog eating in this. If you guys like oh. watching movies where people eat some hot dogs, yeah. Tucci's at that hot dog cart at least three times in this movie. Yep, it's a very it's a very strange 
home base for his uh, career. And, and, and let me take, let me do a little promotion. Mm-hmm. Practicing Tucci is a really good way to kind of keep yourself calm. You know, to kind of just get in touch with your innermost. And, you know, it's a martial art that doesn't require a lot of work. Right. You kind of just push hands a little bit. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna back out of my my promotion, but you really should consider trying it. Okay. Do you think? What did you think when you saw Crusoe at the hot dog stand? Uh, sleepers. A little red hot next to the red hots. You know what I'm saying? That's not what I was thinking. I did. <laughs> He's a. Is he the best redhead in no. movies? No. Who do you think? Angie Everhart. No? Jade. You think best she's redhead? Th- who's the best uh, redhead, red-haired gentleman in movies? Oh, re- okay. okay. Is that what redhead is? Um, it's, that's a who? Scott Grimes? No. Who? I mean, are there a lot? I mean, Courtney Gaines is up there. He is up there. Yeah. I I don't know if there are a lot. Can we? I mean, off the top of my head, you got Carrot Top. You got Courtney Gaines. I don't know if Carrot Top's real, though. It's his name. Still. Um, Carrot Top is. Jerry Lee Lewis. Who else are we missing? Carrot Top is uncomfortably buff. Yeah. We've talked about this. One of my favorite Pink Floyd songs. Did you think of your acronym yet? Oh, sh- uh, uh, O R W. Okay. That's or mine. what does it stand for? Once Red Wolfen. <laughs> I want to say or. It's not or. O R W is O R. <laughs> I said it was or. Hey, Fred Gwynn's in the house. Nice. So here's. Here, what do you think? This is kind of pre-departed. Like it kind of reminded me of the Departed, where that, Caruso is like undercover and everything's going wrong for him, and they're they're like so, like you know, Tucci has that scene where he's like, I don't fucking care, you know, if you if your life is shit, right? I'm not going to claim he's that you're the Wahlberg. CSI. Yeah, he's like Helen Hunt's the Martin Sheen, but there's no twist where somebody gets killed that you don't Helen expect. The Martin Sheen. Well, they both wind I, up under wheels. I think that's the first time it's ever been said on Earth. <laughs> uh, he says uh, to to lay it to kind of lay it down for Caruso. Tucci says uh, he's Caruso's like he doesn't understand why they didn't pull in Junior Brown when he murdered Ving Rhames. They had it on tape. He's like and he confronts Tucci and Tucci. It turns out all this finagling happened, um, and they have to let Cage go because. You know, the, the 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 feds can't give up certain documents to a judge and then Tucci kind of angles a, a judgeship out of it so he yeah basically cage is free yeah and cage uh, free it's my favorite free and uh and uh Chris is like what about the tape what about the tape of the murder and Tucci drops a huge truth bomb garbage monster ate it damn couldn't drop the couldn't name him Oscar yeah yeah, another 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 term that never mentioned in, with this film. Oscar. <laughs> it was a failure. Yeah, that's too bad. Yeah, it's it's a class. I I love this little movie. I have to say, I love it too. Yep, it's, it's actually a, great. It's a winner. It's a it's a sleeper. 
It's a film that is quotable, is surprisingly not married to its era. Part of it's because they're remaking a, a noir, and noirs tend to live in their own world. Like they, they operate under their own rules to some extent, so you can kind of have fun with it, and it doesn't. Why is it great? It's a com- It's a it's a delicate comedy. You have a real filmmaker telling a a pot boiler, like a very hammy story, mm-hmm. and getting understanding the joke, understanding where it's where it's outrageous, and embracing it. Why is it great? Because he cast it perfect. Mm-hmm. Irby, Karina, J O Sanders. J.O. Sanders is a fucking lovely man. I love him. He's I got lo- a great name. He's got a great just head. His do you think that jaw? His. Do you think there was already a, a Jay Sanders, and then he just said, "I guess I'll throw my middle initial in there," and thus a legend was created. Yeah, J.O. Sanders. Yeah. He's uh, that guy is another one that he should have been one of those go-to character actors forever yeah and he just didn't do it he he should have been on like like one of those law and orders or csi shows he's right. the, he's great and, and he, he always winds up i've seen him i was at a shop the other day and it was like an episode of criminal intent or something he showed up as some asshole yeah it's like that that's beneath always player. plays an asshole usually. no no he does not he's a man of integrity usually yeah but he's always kind of a sar- he's always a sarcastic he's like kind of the, like a better version of noah emmerich you know what he kind of looks get a, like? Can I get a witness? I I, I give you that. You know what he looks like? Mm-hmm. A, if uh, somebody did built Dane Cook right. Yeah. He has a Dane Cook thing going on a little bit. You got and the a, same like kind of... Like Harrison Ford, a little Harrison Ford. They thing. have the same kind of hair. They have the same kind of weird hair, like the strange hair. Yeah. It's like almost like heavy metal hair, but on like a person that shouldn't be on. Like a roadie. Yeah, ro- I mean, that's right. That's better. Yeah. Great show, by the way. If you guys, it's still airing, so make Brody's? sure. Brody's, yeah, yeah. Cameron Crowe, he crushed it first time out. Yep. Was, that, was it on Showtime? Uh, it was on. Yeah, I think it was. Got a good cast. They, they fucked up. I mean, yeah, the, the, people. They they did that first season. Mm-hmm. They did it with Terrence Howard, and then they replaced him with Don Cheadle in the second season. They got um, <laughs> they got poots in that. On skates or skateboard, Imogene Poots. Um, yeah, no, this is a great movie, and uh, we didn't do it justice. We did. We did. Yeah, that uh, makes me feel better. You know, what my acronym would be. Oh yeah, it's here. Z O O M. What does it stand for? I don't know. Oh shit! It's first ni- nice. It's a good three-letter one. Um, Zebra O Sanders O Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mumford. Oh, call back. Uh, all right. Well, let's do the work. You've been given the financing, yeah, to uh, create your own kiss of death related, whatever. Mm-hmm. Where do you go? There's so many opportunities here. You have a Helen Hunt driving simulator. I mean, you could have the, uh, you know, you could have the baby cakes, strip club, interactive adventure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what are you doing there? Such a good question. I don't know. We forgot to mention one of the great scenes. What? My father's dead. My father's dead. My oh, father's your favorite. Dead. Punch. Huff, huff, huff. That's that's the that's what you quoted before we started watching yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And Nicholas Cage is crying in that scene. Yeah. 
Yeah, he just lost his he just lost his father, he the lost great P. Philip, Bakes. Yep. Philip Baker Hall. Um, and he is it, jumping up and down uh, in the club to a song, dancing and crying. Yep. yep. And then somebody what bumps so, into some him? guys right like, yeah, kind of bumps into him and he punches the punches daylight him out. out of him. Punches him out. Yeah. Um, it's such a good question, Nick. Mm-hmm. What what kind? How would I market? How would I do a kiss of death? I mean, part of me just wants to create a museum dedicated to David Caruso, <laughs> and it's he hasn't worked forever. I would have a curatorship of two. <laughs> me and you. I think we'd get more than that. Let me see here. I you know what? Maybe um. Okay, so you know how they sometimes they do like uh, uh, GPS uh, voices. Oh yeah, I would love to have uh, Crusoe's lines from 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 this movie. Miss an exit. What did you do? Yeah, yeah. What did you do? Just the lines from this movie. You wouldn't have to record anything new. Yeah. And then every time, and that would be your GPS directions. That's not a bad so idea. So they'd have to kind of, like you said, fit that in. And uh, uh, when you get to your when you get to your destination, it'd be like I'm right here. You know, like that kind of. When stuff. you turn it on, it says "fucked at birth." <laughs> yeah. So anything like that would That's be good. That'd be good. Yeah. The little uh, voice sampling for, for the GPS. Yeah. Which is also an acronym. It is. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what it means? No. Do you? Global positioning system. Oh, I thought you meant it was a joke. I know what the actual me- actually means. Yeah. Uh, I thought I was super zooming for you. I think it was like Grimace Purple. Gary Payton's something. Grimace Purple Simply? I, don't know, I couldn't get to this. <laughs> Star Child? All right, go ahead. What, uh, what's, your, what's your idea? All right, so I'm going to open up a 24-hour fitness center. Okay. And uh, the Nautilus, the Jacuzzi, the weights are all Hope Davis. Oh, well, of course, yeah. Yeah, the bikes, you're riding Hope Davis. You're 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 uh, squeezing your legs tightly to Hope Davis. You're on it. You're climbing the Hope Davis master. Yeah, yeah. So the and and it's it's like a Giger kind of thing where they're. It's not like they didn't just like through like print decals of her and put them mm-hmm. on equipment. Right. They're molded to look like her. So it's like the whole they like live out of the floor. So it's like really funky fucking thing. I'm interested. Like How a, much is membership? I have I'm still working out the details. I promise you, um, less than the box office receipts of this movie. Would there be a speed bag there? Fuck yeah. Would it be have Michael Rappaport's face on it? No, it would, no. It'd still be Hope Davis. Well, we didn't. We we signed a licensing agreement with just her. Okay. Yeah. So, but it's not her face that you're punching in the bags. So that's good. What would you call it? The gym. Oh shit. Uh shit, I didn't think about that. That's a big part of the sales pitch, isn't it? Right. Uh do, can you help me? No. Oh man. I mean you want to put hope in the title. That's no you I'm don't. Sure. You don't want it that um, Man, that's that's fucking sweet. Um yeah, Hope doesn't really... That doesn't fit a gym. Or mm. Davis. It kind of does. I think I'm... I'm Hopies? 
No, it's an awful name. Cute? No. I don't know. Yeah, think about that. Put 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 a bookmark on it. And then delete this part. <laughs> <sighs> okay, um You're inserted into the world. Right. Of kiss or death. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a daunting task. Mm-hmm. But you got to bring it. So where do you wind up? Well, what? here's another scene that we forgot to mention. God damn it. At one point, they go into witness protection because Caruso has ratted on Cage, and Cage knows. And so then he's got his people looking for him. They're out at this like lake house surrounded by cops. And the cops all have these high-powered rifles. Mm-hmm. And at one point, Crusoe reprimands them for not playing with his child. He says, "He says, like, God, at least play for with her a little bit. God damn it. It's his job, bro. <laughs> she's out on, remember, she's out on, like, a teeter-totter. Is that yeah. what they're called? It's a seesaw. And, and does he expect the cop to get on the teeter-totter with her? Yeah. I guess he does. Yeah. I don't like that scene. That the the witness. Uh, it they take yeah. It, there's a little. Although it does, it, the callback to Nicholas Cage's acronym is pretty great. It, it kind of yeah. At one point, Nicholas Cage manages to get a hold of the daughter and puts her in jeopardy for just a brief period of time, kind of as a threat. It's it's okay. Trying to get in, Oz. I think. Anyway, so what character would I be? Such a good question, Nick. Um, the name of the place is the Hope Out. The Hope Out? Yeah. Why? <laughs> it's like workout, but it. <laughs> I would. I guess I would. You know, I would be. Um, uh, I mean, so who? The elements you have in this movie: you have criminals, you have cops. There's not too many in between, right? You have to kind of pick a side here. Mm-hmm. So where do you think you would land? I'd like to think I'm a good person. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be... Um, I, I believe in live and let live kind of thing. Mm. You know, live and let tip these fucking dancers as much as you possibly can. <laughs> yeah. So I'm the, I'm a horn dog. <laughs> right. Sitting in that damn baby cakes day and night. Okay. Not I'm not getting caught up in any of the the crime. You just like the dancers. I'm just a just, little too much. Just filling 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 garters. Um, um, I'm broke, so <laughs> uh, it's a problem. Right. Um, but uh, uh, you know, I'm I'm uh, in the background almost every moment. Every time something shit happens at Baby Cakes, I'm back there throwing money into an ass and. Uh, the, the uh, also wearing a wire, okay, with a camera attached to it, <laughs> and re- and 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 I ha- I'm creating pornographic material uh, on the primitive internet. Because it's it, it is <laughs> it is pretty young, pretty young in the internet's life here. I don't think any character even mentioned the fucking internet in this. <laughs> did, you, did you see anybody talk about the internet? No, I was Killed pretty it. upset about it. Kill it. Um, no, I'd be twins. <laughs> no cell phones in this movie either. 
so my the first twin, the one that was born first, yeah, it would be the hot dog guy, hot dog salesman. <laughs> okay, and then every time Tucci comes over out of the courthouse to get a hot dog, I kind of raise my eyebrows like, oh, this guy again. There's plenty yeah. of places to. Be. I mean, I I'm happy for the business, but I'm also concerned that this man is eating too many hot yeah. dogs, yeah. right? And then he uh, one day goes, uh, hey. You Got a little side, side of sour, you know, put a little sour cream on. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? No. <laughs> That'd be my first character. And my second character would be the eyebrow doctor. That Irby, uh, <laughs> Irby gets an appointment with me. Yeah. I wow. was When you mentioned the one guy's eyebrows, I, I started to see where this was going. Yeah, so he raises his eyebrows, and this guy takes care of uh, eyebrows and so he cut there's a whole scene with me and Irby where I'm just um, uh, you know I have the uh, all my eyebrow instruments out and uh, you know measuring eyebrows yeah uh, x-raying do you x-ray eyebrows yeah of course you can yeah I'm trying to figure out what's going on behind the forehead yeah I, that's who I'd be and then have to give her the bad news the cool thing about both of our characters is mm. I respect your guy because mm-hmm. you admit to me personally, I browse your your new website. <laughs> um. All right, we're on an island. Yeah. Yes, dude. This is the the big part. Yeah, we got this burgeoning island out in the sea, mm-hmm. floating out there, uh, and we got to figure out what what kiss of death totem. Yeah. What. Well, well, what are you thinking about taking? Oof, man. So this is a tough choice. There is. There's a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. No heads in this. Mm-mm. Well, no. I'm not fond of the female clothing. That's for sure. I've already got a tape recorder. Right. Well, I I would take... Uh, and you can't take it because I'm taking it. Um, I would take the the kerchief that Sam Jackson uses to, <laughs> dab, to dab his fucking dead eye because got shot in the cheek. And so he's dabbing his eye the whole time with that. Yeah. Um, I would take that. I would take that handkerchief. Um, that well soiled. Yeah, that's a that's a rough that's a rough prop. Yeah. Part of me wants to take Karina, and then I would, when I slept at night in my um, tent, I would, I would, I would unfold that and put it, use it like a little blanket, <laughs> but I wouldn't cover much. But it would still, I'd, I'd find it comforting. All right, so let's say roll it across my, you know, my shoulder. Let's say you're on a yellow board, mm-hmm. cruising past my island. Right, six a.m. Sharp, you hear a ringing sound. It's my little clock going off. You're taking the lap clock? I got the dick clock. That thing is on a rock formation. If you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when that little sucker goes off on the 12s, mm-hmm. I think a kiss of death. Well, it's going to give new meaning to the little hand. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you didn't take the clock. I'm so proud. 
I thought it would be But too. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, though. You're getting a little extra gift. You're getting a gift from me for this island. Oh, okay. You, you're giving me one? No, no, not the clock. Yeah. Fuck you. No, you're giving me a gift. Yeah, there's a gift. Uh, you're going to be... You're not going to understand the value of it when you first get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think ultimately you're going to really love it. It is a completely burnt out old BMW. Yeah. Just a skeleton of a burnt out BMW. Yeah, because he lights one on fire, right? Like yeah. He Switches the VIN number. Yeah. Torches it. The guy sticks around. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, has anybody made a, a VIN number joke with one of the Fast and Furious sequels? What's this VIN number? Oh, this is seven. That's actually yeah, yeah. Pretty good. Did you yeah. see the trailer for Bloodshot? Yeah, I used to, I have about every issue of that comic. I think the first like two years of that comic. Do you like the comic? Nope. But you still have it. I have. That was during that awful period in life where you bought every comic. Was that Image? Who no, that was Valiant. Valiant. They were like, "Hey guys, here's a tip from your trader: buy." buy heavy on Valiant because Image had just broken through mm-hmm. and Valiant was the next big thing. Right. Did not. Did not break through. Okay. Bloodshot, Magnus Robot Fighter, mm-hmm. Starcore, lots of shit. Lots of poorly made, poorly presented comic books with chromium covers. Did you look down at your feet? No. There's a little gift for you there. Oh, what's that? Open it up. All it's right. Your island. It's an inhaler. Nicholas Cage's <laughs> inhaler that says BAD on it. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, he personalized his inhaler. Oh, fucking and there's a scene, of course, when he's fighting Crusoe and he starts to loot. He can't catch his breath. And he does the Nicholas Cage. <gasps> and, of course, he loses his inhaler. You know, so he really, like, yeah. it stops him in his tracks. But, yeah, that's what I'd, I think that's a pretty good gift. It's definitely a memorable prop from this movie. You're welcome. I, I was uh, that was actually Caruso's acronym on the set. He had that clock. Bring a ling a ling a dick. <laughs> well, the the good thing about that inhaler is Nicolas Cage filled it with um, peppermint breath spray. Oh, because he wasn't gonna really inhale. Oh. I don't even know what's in that shit. Histamine, something like that. I don't know. Well, we're lucky they won't have to. Uh, Every, you would have to use it. Because I'm not asthmatic? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a prop. Right. This island is getting fucking crowded with good shit. It's a big island. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't believe... Uh, when you think, okay... What, like, if I, I think about movies you've seen or TV shows. What island would your island look like? Would it look like the island from Lost? Or Castaway? I always picture something like more like uh, Castaway, I guess. What about you? I haven't really... I mean, the end of Deep Rising, maybe? Mm-hmm. That's a good island. That's a great island at the end. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? Monsters excluded. You got Fomke on your arm, and then Kevin O'Connor to, to thro- trade quips with? Yeah, Kevin yeah. O'Connor shows up. Cause that you is the best way to end That's one life. of the happiest I, ever I've been in a film, is when Kevin O'Connor is not dead. Yeah. I thought he, you think he's dead, and he's not. I guess you kind of know he probably isn't dead. Because you don't see him die, you just see it. But I just so happy he showed back up. I love him in that movie. And Falke has never looked better than she does in that movie. Do you think so? And Treats never looked better than he looks in that movie. I can't remember 
She is her look in that. I movie. was kneecapped by her in that movie. Yeah, that is one of the big ones. What is what's her role in that? What who does she play? She's a thief. She's a thief. Yeah, she's got a fucked up great name. It's like Vanguard, or that's not Vanguard, but she's got like a, like a cool name. She's got a yeah. cool name in that. We'll do Deep Rising on here. It's too obvious for us to do that. Trillion St. James. I think that's her name. Trillion. Trillion. Yeah. She was a good I she you know, ICQ and she had AOL Instant Messenger and all that shit built into her. <laughs> Trillion joke. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>
dreaming for a little time with me. You're lucky. 